chapter 15, The Tower tower Search. Search. Now, right out of the gate, this is a chapter whose title explains what happens in the chapter, and that is a relief. This was not only a relief, um, this was a fantastic chapter. It really was. I feel like we got some serious action. Yeah. Um, and and I'm excited. I'm very excited I'm to like, bring ex- into this one. I, I think we learned a little bit about the narrator. Yes. Uh, and we learned a lot about the boys. Yes. And we learned, I think, a lot about Herd and was it Adelia? And his sister Adelia. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I've got some. Uh, I've got some ideas of where this is going, and we'll get there when we get there. Uh, but I think I cracked the case. Okay. I'm pretty confident in it. I'm excited to hear your hypothesis. I hypothesized a few episodes ago. We had both sort of agreed that maybe the sister was involved in some way. We both said she would come back as a... I forgot how she was described. It was like a matronly woman of uncertain years or something. Yeah. Was was her description. I may be wrong on matronly. But yeah, and and we get a different description of her here. Yeah. But I don't know that this... I don't know that I left this chapter at the end of it on board with her still being a suspect. But but we'll get there. I will change your mind, my I'm, good friend. I'm excited. I'm yeah. open to new ideas. And I'm open to filling ideas. Fantastic. Uh, shout out to all of our new patrons I over on Patreon. I can't believe how many we have now. The support is getting emotional yes, for me. Yes, it really is. It's, it's, as, as well for me. It's reached a point where before each episode, we read the chapter and then we read... And meditate on each one of the patrons on Patreon. I mean, to think that they also are sending handwritten letters to us. And and some of these letters even have 20 or 50 bucks rolled inside of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cold hard cash. Don't even worry about reporting this. This is a gift. Yeah. And I can't believe that. Like, it just makes me think about our number one Patreon, like how he's going to step up his game uh, after all these new people are doing this. It's impressive. And speaking of, hi, Brad Hoy. Brett Hoy, hey, thanks, buddy. We are a big fan of you, almost as big as you are of us. And we hope that means something to you. Wow. Wow. And with that in mind, let's dive in here. Let's so dive in, When yes. we last left the boys, they had talked to Fenton Hardy, who had just gotten back from uh, watching Red uh, Jackley die. die. Yeah. And the last thing Red Jackley Show said was some like... compassion, boys. I remember him saying that as he was explaining that this man died. And then moved quickly moved on quickly to like, on yeah, to so this else. is what yeah. we got from the dead yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, he's dead now, but this is what happened. <laughs> but uh, Red Jackley, his dying words were, I hid the loot in the old, in the old tower. <sighs> and then he, he turned purple. Yeah, as one does. Yeah. It quickly green for a second, and then the boys were like, or, and then Fent was like, I think I made him angry, but then he went back to purple. Yeah. Like a cottlefish, he can yes. adjust the color yes. of his skin. It's beautiful I like that. and yeah. scientific. Yeah. Have you seen Blue Planet 2? I love Blue Planet. I was going to say seen also. Blue Planet 2? No, I haven't seen The second two. one is breathtaking. Is it better? Oh. Well, okay. I don't know because I never saw the first one. But the second okay. one is incredible. The first one is amazing. I need to go back and do uh, that. You know me, I'm an origin stories guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where the planet came from. The sequel of the planet, not just, quite as good. Just like Red Jackley's wigs, he can change his skin. Impressive. Only Very to red, impressive. <laughs> Only to red, yeah. Well, red and possibly brown. But uh, so now... But, and you know what happens when you mix red and brown? You make reddish brown? You make green. 
Oh, because yeah. of uh, science. Because of science. We'll leave it on that. And okay, so Fenton's like, "Hey, you boys, uh, you go get you go get that money. Go yeah. search the tower. Tell get your reward, Applegate. boys. I'm not going to join you. Yeah, this is all you, you like, guys. This take case this. is closed. You just go do the searching. You, you Scooby do this, this mansion, boys. You go into this creepy, rational elderly yeah. man's house and you demand to search <laughs> it, and he'll be cooperative. Just drop my name. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do some name drops, which, which they do. Yeah, which they do quite but, a bit. But they also say like Fenton Hardy, the detective. I no, I was like, no, great. Well, no, great. not only that, well, but yeah, if he's so famous, you everyone's going to know he's a detective, I know. Or like they'd say like Fenton Hardy and the people would like <gasps> call and respond the detective. Like, the detective? The great yes. detective. That's how they would respond to. Yes, the great detective. Fenton, Fenton Hardy. Hardy. The detective? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, the, the great, great detective. detective. Fenton Hardy. Hey, that's my dad. <laughs> so, uh, that's my so dad you're talking about. This opening sentence. Uh, begins a trend for me that we're going to revisit a couple times. But when the Hardy Boys reached the... This is the narrator speaking. Yeah. When the Hardy Boys reached Tower Mansion at 4 o'clock, the door was opened by Herd Applegate himself. Now, I thought it was weird to include the word <laughs> himself as a narrator. Yeah. I don't... Like, if the boys were telling somebody, like, yeah, Herd Applegate himself, himself. opened the door. Himself? Not a servant. It not was one himself? Of his several servants that yeah. he keeps not for his simple lifestyle. Not, yeah. But for the for the narrator <laughs> to be like Herd Applegate, like the narrator seems impressed, yeah. by Herd Applegate. Oh yeah, um, and, no bias, and yeah, and I think that the narrator also really likes that they came up with the name Herd Applegate. <laughs> it's I a think great they're a name. big fan of their work. <laughs> they Good old should turd be that. You H. know, you know, it's a fantastic name. That's Turd but, with an H. But Applegate. here's the thing. Uh, so it's Herd Applegate himself. So it's like, oh, so they have great respect for Herd. But then it says, the tall, stooped gentleman. Something in, oh, well, great. He's tall, but he's a hunchback. Yeah, he can't. It's posture. He's old. Get off his back. Yeah, literally. Get off the man's back. You don't have to he's describe him as this. already. He peered at them through his thick lens glasses. Great. Now he can't see. You know, he's a hunchback with bad eyesight. And then in one hand, he held a sheet of stamps. Now I gotta say you've you've pinged on this before. This this is driving me a little bit crazy. These sheet of stamps are mentioned many times throughout this chapter. Yeah, and and For I have no to say, purpose. I I've bought sheets of stamps before. I have some on my desk right over there. They're great stamps. However, later, not to get ahead of ourselves, but uh, later, heard Applegate says like, "I need to get back to sorting my stamps." And I would think like, if you're holding a sheet of them. They're all the same. <laughs> the stamps are going to be stuck to that page, my friend. That yeah. Randomized onto a sheet. Now, are these sorted? Well, no, sir. Those are 15 cents extra. Now, I'll yeah. do it myself. <laughs> I'll sort them at home. This is how the rich stay rich. <laughs> <laughs> my father sorted his own stamps, and I and will by too. By God, I'll sort my own myself. Honestly, our accent work, man. I, well, this Exemplary. is why that $100 tier is up there on Patreon. <laughs> With our so we can really up. help people out. I mean, we are just yeah, top-notch with in accents. In a custom accent workshop with Sean and David, uh, join us on Patreon at the $100 level. $100 level. And it will be worth it. We are not giving a time limit to how long in that day we will coach you for. Uh, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, you're not going to find that on any minutes. other Hardy Boys themed podcast. Six hours? 
it could be a full day. We might not even let you sleep and take you through a 24-hour day of accent training. You just don't know what you're going to get, and that's what's exciting about it. A lot of people it. don't know this, but by not sleeping, your French accent gets better. You see, and this is exactly what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. This is a man oui, who oui, this oui, is the trial and true. Okay, he went through this. He did it himself. Et pour des uh heard Applegate, le chambre, oui, oui, oui. That was good. I didn't know you spoke fluent French like myself. Yeah, We should do a French version of the pod. We'll do a French episode with subtitles. With podcast subtitles, yeah, it'll be good. It'll just be in the show notes. <laughs> or we can do it where like we clearly start speaking in French and then it fades a little quietly and you hear the English like we'll get start people to translate. Through. Like when they do like on the news and stuff. Oh, it's like Oh yeah. And the French Prime Minister said Thank you, citizens, for But the- then you still hear him in the background yeah, yeah. just ideas, man. I'm an yeah. ideas man. You're an ideas man. You got all these ideas, man. So, okay, Herd's got his sheet of stamps. The boys show we, up. We are in the <laughs> first <laughs> paragraph. Yeah. Speeding it, through this we episode. Are, we are just killing it today. So he's there with his sheet of stamps. The boys show up and they're like, well, hey, you remember us, right? We're the Hardy sons. Fenton Hardy, the detective. Oh, yes. Well, what do you want? So they explain to him that they've got a clue to the robbery. And this begins a quick little like, well, what's the clue? I'm like, well, we can't tell you. Okay. And and a little back and forth here between the boys. And I wonder, I think both Heard has a right to know and the boys gave away too much. I feel like they should have said, like, look, we've got a clue. Yeah. Let us search the old tower. But this is this is the whole like this gets into the whole thing where they're they tell way too much and then ask later. But like, yeah. hey, did you break into the house through the window and leave a piece of paper on the floor that had six numbers on it? And just leaving the opportunity for somebody to be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. And they're like, well, you heard it there. Confession, yeah. folks. Confession, boys. Well, here's the thing that makes me angry. So immediately they're like, okay, we got a clue. We got a break in the case. And uh, Turd is just like, oh, it's that rascal Robinson. And then they're just like, well, no, it, it wasn't him. But we can't tell you who it was. And I was like. Why can't you just clear this man right now? Why this can't a- you say, Heard, Robinson has nothing to do with it. We've got the guy. We can't tell you who he is. Uh, you can contact the police. They'll tell you what's going on. Isn't this, though, the exact move that Mr. Robinson himself did? Because he had money all of a sudden, and he was like, yeah, I have money. This is what it's got him legal. arrested. Yeah. <laughs> it's legal, but I'm, I'm not at liberty to I'm tell, you, tell how. you how I got that money. Just know that it's legal that I got it. Yeah. So I feel like this this isn't out of line. This is kind of what Mr. Robinson wants. You know what? Maybe you're right. Mr. Robinson's not a very smart man, and that's why he's in the worst neighborhood in town. Yeah. That's because he's of, living with because of his pride. Yeah. You, you got to drop that pride. Pride goeth before the Italian neighborhood. <laughs> that's where the saying comes from. That is a fantastic saying, by the way. That is a fantastic. Uh, so... You know, they said, uh, we're not going to reveal to you who it is. Uh, and then it says, Mr. Applegate took off his glasses and wiped them with his handkerchief. And all I could think was, but you have stamps in your hand. What did you do with the stamps? <laughs> Where are the stamps at now? It never says you pocketed those stamps. Yeah, I guess if the stamps were important enough to mention yeah. earlier, 
what happened? What happened to, to these stamps? stamps? Yeah. So immediately, there's too much attention drawn to these stamps, and they will return. <laughs> Fear not, they'll be. Fear back. not, we, we just don't know where they were stamps. in the meantime. Yeah. Uh, so you know he's he's furious. The boys want to search the tower, so he calls down for his sister. Can I read? So he Adelia, he calls down. Yeah. Can I read the description of Adelia? Oh yes, you I think may. It's just poetic. It is fantastic. You know what do you want? Come here a minute. There was a rustle of skirts. She's wearing multiple skirts. And Adelia Applegate appeared. A faded blonde woman of thin features. She was dressed in a fashion of 15 years before, in which every color of the spectrum fought for supremacy. Wow. 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 I think it sounds beautiful. I think it's very poetic. And I think it says something about me, and maybe I'm a little ignorant, but like here we are in like the 1920s. Yeah. And I don't know that I could distinguish fashion, like maybe 1940s, and just because I'm picturing war uniforms, 40s and 50s are the same fashion for me. Then you get 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you start to break up into decades. But I can't, like I wouldn't look at a dress from like, a picture from 1930 and be like, whoa, yeah, that's that more dress. like a 1905 dress, <laughs> yeah. sweetheart. Okay. Look at that dress. It's fighting for color supremacy here. <laughs> what color, is going that on? That a decade but old. What's weird, too, is like if this were you know, written in like 1905 or anywhere up to the 1930s, I mean, we know from history that everything was in black and white. That's true. People didn't have color yet to where I'm just like... In which every... So it should have said in which both colors of the spectrum yeah, fought for supremacy. Yeah. A, a, a gradual, you know, color of gray was fighting for supremacy. A gradient. A gradient of gray. Yeah. On her skirts. I mean, this is where I don't think unintelligent people should write books. However, we are... Here is another introduction of a woman who is not cooking and that's progress. Until. That's... Wait. What? Did I skip it? What's the matter, she demanded. Oh. I can't sit down to do a bit of sewing <laughs> without you interrupting me, Herd. I'm sorry. Not yeah. cooking, sewing. Listen, Herd, I'm down there sewing your wrestling mat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lucha libre. Okay, I like it. I'm going to fight Rocco on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Rocco's been throwing fruits at my door. It's <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah yeah so so she the, the boys plead with her and here's when they say like you know hey adelia frank said quietly we're doing some work for our dad the detective fenton hardy yeah again sort of weird boys well we already we already had the these brother be engage like, yeah like her applicant came to fenton's house they hired him yeah yeah like there's a an investigation underway and for them to be like like for them to be like, oh, we're uh, here on you know behalf of Fenton Hardy. For them to be like, who? Yeah, <laughs> you know the, the detective, detective you hired. To <laughs> yeah, find I never thought about that. Yeah, your... we're, we're Fenton Hardy sons. The detective. Well, come on, guy, you hired. Is them. there another Fenton Hardy? Wait, the detective or the plumber? Because <laughs> there's a plumber also. <laughs> well, by the you name know, Hardy. Not only does he get the hunchback, the thick glasses, but his memory's slipping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just don't want to tell you stamps. that. Yeah, <laughs> he's worried about sorting them. <laughs> But so, uh, so then we get a. They think they can find the bonds and jewels in the tower. Heard Applegate explained, and and this got underlined for me along with the same thing over and over. The narrator loves to say Heard Applegate, yeah. not not Mister Applegate, not Heard, not like he's a full name kind of guy. And and I just wonder, like, and maybe I don't read enough. But I feel like in other books, they find different ways of saying, like, the man explained or, you know, yeah. it's it's not just, like, every, like, 
in Tom Sawyer, and granted, it's been 25 years since I've read it, but every paragraph isn't like, Tom Sawyer walked down the street, and then Tom Sawyer got into this, and then Tom Sawyer said to his friend, it's like, yeah. it's probably Tom. Yeah. He's that first name. You get to know these people a little bit. But we Alex. constantly see, like, Herd Applegate explained. Her, uh, they followed Herd Applegate. Yeah, uh, they'll call uh, Adelia Miss Applegate. Yeah, she gets she gets that you know? colloquialism. But There's, no, you're yeah. right. We just got Herd Frank Applegate and Joe. Stared at the Frank boys. and Joe Hardy. Yeah, I never her voice attracted the this. attention of Herd Applegate. Frank and Joe followed Herd Applegate. Herd Applegate led the way across <laughs> the mansion door. Jesus. Herd Applegate rubbed his chin meditatively. That is my favorite line of this. <laughs> Herd oh, Applegate. I, yeah. There you are, Mister Applegate announced. Ooh, I got another one. It was unlocked, and when Mister Applegate opened it, yeah, they love it. Boom, boom, boom. Anyways, let's 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 get back to where we were. So skipping skipping here a little bit. Uh, they they get permission to search the old tower. Yeah. Mrs. Applegate not tells with, them it's not silly. with support. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Applegate guarantees them. I believe she does. Yeah, well, first. Uh, but even if you tear the old tower to pieces, you won't find anything. It's all foolishness. Then Mr. Applegate says, and don't ask me to help. I've got a bad knee, poor eyesight, scoliosis. <laughs> anyway, I just received some new stamps this afternoon. You interrupted me when I was sorting them. I must get back to my work. Again. The stamps. The <laughs> The stamps. He's a stampman. He's a stampman. It just drives me nuts. Proud stampman like his father before him. <laughs> yeah. Proud family of stampsmen. Oh. Uh, so so they walk down this corridor uh, that's covered with dust. And I noted at this point, like, wouldn't there be footprints? And um, the boys do address this. So he, uh, let's see. You know what? There's one more thing. Yeah. So uh, uh, the boys get this twisted staircase opened up for them. They start heading towards it. And uh, it says, uh, with the parting remark of Herd Applegate, he turned and hobbled back along the corridor. The sheet of stamps still in his hand. And I'm thinking again, why the emphasis on the stamps? I'm, uh, where are we at here? This is uh, page 124. Oh, the sheet of stamps still in his gnarled hand. In his hand. gnarled hand, yeah. Yeah, he's got a death grip on these stamps. What, what is going on with these stamps, dude? They're I'm important. telling you, I'm pretty sure he's, he took these jewels and he sold them. And bought stamps. And bought stamps. Where, where did you get all the these money are for blood these stamps, stamps all of a sudden? These are blood stamps. <laughs> But he says right before that, he's like, you know, there you are. So, you know, I open the door. Search all you want to, but you won't find anything. I'm that certain. certain. Yeah. As he held the the stamps. In his gnarled hand. In his gnarled hand. And then I don't like – so door shuts. He walks away. Uh, Hardy boys look at each other. Not very encouraging, is he? Joe remarked. He doesn't deserve to get his stuff back, Frank declared flatly. These boys are 17 and 18. They're talking like a 12-year-old again. That's but so rude. Like, You're as detectives. a detective, be a professional. You're going to get $1,000 yeah. if you get your stuff back. Although if I found it, I'd probably keep some. Well, yeah. I mean, you just from, like, he must turd, have pocketed a little bit of it. Turd Applegate here. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And maybe if he wasn't such a turd, we you know, wouldn't have taken a little of it. Skim a little off the top, boys. That's what dad used to do when he was a cop. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so they, they get inside and they start to search the first level. Um, and in true Hardy Boys fashion, and true, yeah, they uh, find nothing. Uh, well, Frank and Joe first examined the dusty stairs carefully for footprints, but none were seen. 
And again, I, this is one of those things where I'm picturing them like they've examined wigs carefully. They've looked <laughs> yeah. for footprints carefully before in mud and stuff like that. And like I, I've seen a dusty staircase before. You've seen a dusty, you know, dresser or, or oh, table. Yeah. You've you've been in an old house. It's really easy to tell if there's a footprint because yeah. if not, the dust is uniform. And I'm imagining like a very uniform dust and the boys just staring for like <laughs> 10 minutes, just really looking. And then both of them's kind of nodding at each other and be like, nope, <laughs> nothing here. Both like they turn to the look each other in the eyes and just at the same time, just nope. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. So uh, there's five or four floors, five floors, five floors. Five floors and I, uh, and each and floor has a room on it under this spiral staircase. So they search each of these five rooms uh, and find nothing. All all five rooms are completely empty, and so it makes quick quick work. Yeah, um, but then they get to the top and there's Uh-oh. a latch. Yeah, there, there, there's a the, a doorway, um, a trap door, which I. I've always thought a trapdoor was something like sneaky and hidden. Yeah, a, a trapdoor usually isn't in the ceiling; it's on the ground. Yeah, but I guess this is I in the like... ceiling on or in the ground on the roof. When you think about it, they're just underneath the trapdoor. Oh yeah, I guess you're right on that one. But because it, it swings inward, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to need a trapdoor for trap the roof. doors later. Yeah, I'm not a trapdoorsman right now. And... No, all I know about trapdoors is the one that's used in Emperor's New Groove. I've only seen that movie once. It's a fantastic movie. I need movie. to change my life a What's little bit. What's his name? Cusco. That's a lyric from one of the main songs. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. It's the opening song. It's all right. I won't this hold it against me. you. I feel like an outsider right now. But so they, they the here a trap door which swung inward led to the top of the tower. Uh, Frank unlatched it, pulled on the door. It did not budge. So then they both start yanking on yeah, it. Yeah, Joe and, just... Well, I'll help you. And I immediately think, like, after Joe said that, he oiled up his arm and flexed. <laughs> Just like, Frank, check this out. I'll help you. Pops the shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Let me throw on my weight belt. He wrapped his shirt around his head. Just, you know, <laughs> stop any sweat that comes from this hard task. But then we get uh, in, like, this the is opening the cover. Part of the book. The, the book's, like, we get the title page on, like, very beginning, before the book even starts. And then there's an illustration. Uh, and this is that scene. Like the, you get this illustration when you open the book yeah, for the to first where, time. When you see this illustration, you just say, "Oh my god, this book sounds crazy." Yeah, this book is packed with action. What, what does the action say underneath the photo? Uh, it says Joe toppled. Uh, Joe with a cry toppled over the railing into space. Space. And when I first read that, I'd like to picture him like breaking into like a zero gravity dimension and just I floating away. Even reading it in this chapter. I thought, um, what? It's an odd turn of phrase. I don't know why they used it. But, okay, so they're they're both trying to get it open. The door suddenly gave away completely, causing both boys to lose their balance. Frank fell backwards down the stairs. And Joe, with a cry, toppled over the railing into space. Now, I'm going to fast forward this next part for us. Yes. But Frank fell on the rails. Uh Joe, instead of Frank, is waiting to hear the bloody thump of, of his, his brother's brother. body yeah. hitting the floor yeah. five stories below. Joe uh, doesn't hear it. Frank is a little crazy. Uh, he, he was expecting to hear it, doesn't hear it, and so he peers over the railing. And uh, turns out Joe is able to grab onto some spindles, and he's just hanging there, yeah, on the spiral staircase. And then Frank runs down a flight 
and is able to just sort of pull Joe back onto the staircase. And I thought this was another one of those moments where, like, so quickly we went from, like, ultimate tension and action to resolution of, like, oh, my God, Joe, are you okay? Then to the yes. sigh of relief. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good now. You dead? No, man. No. <laughs> but I feel like they could have really milked this where, like, you know, yeah, he was hanging I, or, like, he fell and then, you he know, fell a story. He couldn't find his brother. He didn't see him on the ground. The last thing we got of his brother is he's in space. He starts running down the stairs. <laughs> he's out then, of oxygen yeah. in space somewhere, <laughs> suffocating in a vacuum. Sandra Bullock's just out there like, hey, come here. Come here. You see George Clooney out there? What are you doing in space, man? Is that is that the dialogue from Gravity? That's the dialogue from Gravity. What you yeah. doing in, what space, you doing in space, man? man? I'll never forget that scene. That's such a great scene. Oh. I mean that that's why that movie won an Oscar. Great dialogue like that. So this is this is a great thing. Uh, Joe spoke up, and he was just like, "For a second, I sure thought I was going to end my career as a detective right here." I'm thinking, dude. Your life almost ended, not your career as a detective. And also, I wrote, before it starts, because (laughs) they haven't done anything. You haven't solved one case, brother. Yeah, you don't have a career as a detective. Uh, So far, you've let one of your friends' families. That is not... All you've done is stood by idly and argued with your dad while the Robinsons rot away in the Italian neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) That's the you had a oh, picnic man. lunch and then you saw a theater show in New yeah. York. That's, oh Lord! I, well, the, I, you know, if that's their you know experience as detectives, they see a different sweet career. They see it differently as we also, see it. How fun would that be? Yeah. Like, what's your job? Well, I go to plays and have picnics. Oh, well, I feel like I, that's I also how it is. As, as a, I'm sorry, as a I freelance filmmaker wigs. too. It's like, oh well, what do you do? Well, I film like. Six hours, and then we got to eat, and we go to video game arcades, and it's all on someone else's dime. And it's like, oh, well, does that work? You work in there? I mean, they, they're seeing a play, but yeah, they're... I feel like there's been times where, like, like when we were at Viking Stadium filming, yeah, like, I was close to the rail the one time, and I almost fell over, and I was like, oh my gosh, my career as a professional detective almost, almost ended. ended. Yeah, I've had the same thought. Yeah. I yeah. think we've all, at one point or another, get, like struggled with the thought of losing our professional detective career. It's very true. I like this next line. So after he says I that... I was going to say the same thing. Frank says, you know, I guess you can also thank our gym teacher for the tricks he taught you on the bars. And at first, I read it as, as the tricks he taught you at the bars. <laughs> I was like, okay, boys. We need to have Calm some lines, down, boys. some boundaries down. here. I just said, okay, that home gym finally paid off. Yeah, yeah. Good on them. You guys got this whole outdoor gym of gymnastics, and you haven't used it for 126 pages. Your, your gymnastic tricks have not come into play. Other than maybe now. quickly getting down to put your ear on the ground. Well, yeah. I mean, that takes a lot of body strength. Yeah, a lot, a lot of gymnastics yeah. ability. <laughs> You must have grabbed those spindles with flash camera speed. And I like that. Quick. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, flash camera speed is faster than an uh, agile land eel. So, yeah. So and I think we get into that here. in the next couple chapters. They're winning here. Um, but then, uh, hang oh. on. There's like three more paragraphs. So, like, first they're like, oh no, uh, we broke the trap door. The hinges came off the trap door. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Applegate's going to be mad at us. Um, then he's, you know, we, we got problems because the, the wood was rotted. It wasn't their fault, really. But. Yeah, the wood's rotted. We pulled. It broke. The hinges are broken. I'm A just new thinking. piece is going to have to be put in. You guys said when you walked in there, it looks like no one's been in here for a year. 
Why tell him? It's at the very top of the old tower. We know this man is old and broken and can't see. He's not going to hobble He's up not gonna five hobble his ass cases, up there you know, and five look, staircases. Yeah. You don't need to tell him about this. So I, I have more on that. But first, it says, so before we go downstairs, said Joe, let's look out on the roof. We thought maybe the loot was hidden there. Remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. That was five it, minutes ago, <laughs> brother. Yeah. Remember? We opened How the door. How long have you been here? Like, that's why they opened the door <laughs> to look. A- and then... They opened the door, yeah. albeit a little scary Maybe when, for a moment. Maybe when Joe fell into space, he really did. Now we're in this like Jumanji situation <laughs> where, they, where they got stuck in a game, and now it's like 30 years later, and they forgot why they were there. Both have thick beards now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alan Parrish, baby. So they, they climb out onto the, onto the roof, um, and there's nothing there. Uh, but our only reward for all this work is a good view of Bayport. I bet it was a great view, too. Yeah, below lay the bustling city, and to the east was Barmet Bay, its waters sparkling in the late afternoon. Mm. Sounds picturesque. That's the pictures they should have put in the beginning instead of this, you know, Frank fall, or Joe falling into space. Um, but so then uh, they're like, well, you know, nothing's in the old tower. We searched the whole thing. And Frank said, ah, Dad was fooled by Jackley, I guess. There hasn't been in this, anyone in this tower for years. And I read, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't blame dad. Yeah. Don't. Oh, dad was fooled. You bought it. Hook, you finished a sentence. Like yeah. he said, the old tower. Uh, and you're like, <laughs> the old tower. That must be the old tower. That, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You got you're it jumping just as wrong as dad boys. did here. Let's yeah. have some accountability, Don't blame fellas. it all on dad. High schoolers, dude. And then uh, Joe gets the uh, sudden idea of, do you think Jackley might have meant the new tower? Dad said he specified the old one. But he may have been mistaken. Even if the new one looks old, let's ask Mr. Applegate if we may search the new tower. So here on the, like, do you think Jackley might have meant the new tower? Yeah. That part, it reminds me of, I think, one of my favorite jokes of all time. And the joke is, there's this king hunting one day. Yeah. And uh, they haven't seen anything. They're walking around. The king's got, you know, his, his, his posse of, you know, pages and all, you know. The, the sires and, you know, everyone's with him. The clan's with him. The, the men with the coconuts. It's probably why they're not seeing a lot of, you know, animals to, yeah. to hunt because he's traveling with this large group. So all of a sudden they hear this rustling in a bush just, just on the other side of this mm. clearing. Mm. All of a sudden this guy jumps out of the bush into the clearing completely naked. Yeah. Completely naked. Throws his hands up in the air and he's like, hey, hey, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. I'm, I'm not a deer. And there's this pause, and then the king lifts up his rifle, takes aim, shoots the guy, just blows him away. Yeah. And there's this moment of, like, silence, and, you know, like, everyone's sort of like, oh, what's happening? And one of the, the pages is like, your highness, uh, why did you shoot that man? He said he wasn't a deer. And the king goes, oh, I thought he said he was a deer. <laughs> That's the whole joke. I love how stupid and simple it is. But that's the like that that attitude of the king is the attitude of this detective of like, wait, he said the old tower. Do you think? Oh, I thought he meant the new tower. How foolish! Yeah, Dad said he specified the old one, but he may have been mistaken. And I thought, wait, when because all all he says is. uh, but he may have been mistaken. Do you think he is 
but Fenton Hardy may have been mistaken, or but Jackley may have been mistaken. Like, who are they doubting here? Yeah. Because I got to think I, it's Jackley because they'll never doubt their father. I'm thinking it's Jackley, too. It can't be dad. They, they admire the know. man too much. A few much. paragraphs ago, they said dad was fooled by Jackley. They're, maybe they're just saying that Jackley's a, a smart man. Yeah, this is you know, Jackley put a Jackley. trick on dad. Dad did great detective work, but Jackley was, you know, hooked up on some drugs, man. He wasn't in his right state of mind. He was a, him on those pain meds. Jackley was talking about flying unicorns and everything. So, you know. <laughs> land deals? <laughs> yeah, land deals, agile. All sorts of stuff. Uh, so basically, we get to a point where they're like, okay, it's probably in the other tower. Maybe that's what he meant. And um, I think it's Joe. Joe's just like, it's not worth trying anyway. Or it's worth trying anyway. But I'm afraid when we tell him about the trap door, he'll say no. Again, you don't have to tell him about the trap door. He's not going up there in the next 10 minutes. You know, and or I'm thinking, years. did you tell Mr. Rocco that you set his store on fire <laughs> as a diversion? So what is, why is this, yeah, this guy is, getting such pampered treatment? Destruction. Why is this yeah, one why the one is they're worried about? Heard Applegate the only one. And, and I'm the, thinking it's racism. That could be. I'm thinking it's racism, right? Yeah. They Rocco was Italian. They don't care about Rocco they in his store. They don't care about the Italians. They didn't tell him anything. They lied to him about what they're doing at the store, too. Okay, I but think... But they're so open with Applegate. Two things. One, I think that you and I were talking about this before we were recording. After we finish this book, um, I believe the finale uh, is on April the 8th. Correct. I think after that, we should have an episode where we compare some chapters of this book to... The unedited originals, which have, you know, with their fully intact racism. But yes. I think we should pick some chapters where Rocco comes up, where Tony Preto comes Tony up. Tony Preto, big time. Let's find yeah. some heavy, like, Italian references and see how tactfully they What if we're completely things. wrong? What if it's, oh, well, they did say it's racist towards Italians. I was going to say, what if it's a spin and we read it? All the Italian stuff is written beautifully, but anytime a white person is mentioned, it's just ultra racist. <laughs> That's why they had to rewrite them. In they this, had to rewrite in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whites. You Let's can't say so honkies. <laughs> you can't what say crackers. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Tony Prudos is like, oh, these smelly crackers. What's up, saltines? <laughs> Tony, you got to stop calling us that. It hurts our feelings. This. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. But so I have a big problem with. So the brothers uh, went down through the opening, uh, back into the staircase. They lift the door into place, latch it, and then they wedged Frank's small pocket notebook into the damaged side. The door held. His detective notebook, too. The door held, but Frank and Joe knew that wind or rain would easily dislodge it. And this is where I have a problem. Because structurally speaking, architecturally speaking, yeah. if there was a door that latched from the inside that swung in, if the door swings back up, there's no way it's waterproof. Like even even without this hinge and this thing like wedged in it, mm. there has to be some sort of hood over the top of it because otherwise in a normal rain – it yeah. would just drip into the staircase. That's why you got rotted. That's well, I suppose that's where that's the, the rotted right wood there. come from. Yeah, it, it, the hinges came out because the wood was rotted because it's not Poor waterproof. They need to cover skills. the yeah. top of it. Yeah, I wouldn't be so worried about the wind or rain. They need to get this looked at by a contractor. Yeah, who can make an actual maybe you can get Mr. Robinson hit. back and he'll take a look at it. Well, we're gonna get into we're that. gonna get into that. Yeah. So they go back down and uh, and tell the Applegates. Adelia Applegate popped her head out of a door. Where's the loot? She asked. We didn't find any. She's patronizing. Frank admitted, yeah, I told you so. Such a waste of time. The woman sniffed. 
Yeah. I told you so. So now they're like, we think now, Joe spoke up, that the stolen property is probably hidden in the new tower. In the new tower? <laughs> Mrs. Applegate cried. Absurd! I suppose you want to go poking around through there now? Uh, if it wouldn't be too much trouble. It would! It would be too much trouble indeed! Boom, dude. Why is she not wanting these boys to go in this new tower? Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking she knows something. I'm thinking she hid those those treasures in the new tower. See, I I would no one reacts like this. But she also reacted like this about the old tower, which was completely empty. Well, no, when so her, her reaction to the old tower was just like, "Good luck. You won't find anything there. Good luck." That's true because she knew it was in the new tower. Okay, she's in cahoots with Red Jackley. Oh my god, do you think We're, she and Red Jackley have a relationship? I do. I think there's going to be a scene, it's going to be a psycho scene where she is actually Red Jackley. Like at the end we see her in a red wig and she turns around. Like the boys are like, "Oh, Red Jackley's not dead." And then she turns around and it's just Mrs. Applegate in a red wig. What do you think like this book ends like smash cut to mm-hmm. Adelia Applegate and Red Jackley at a couple's resort and then like <sighs> who brings them drinks? But Fenton Hardy Fenton and Mrs. Hardy. Robinson. Yeah, that's amazing. Other couple. Yeah. Nice to see solved. you guys. Nice yeah. to see you guys. Yeah. See, that's hot. It's that's called it. An Affair to Remember. Ooh. That, if that's the name of the last chapter, man. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. I, like it. I see. I like where our minds are at right now. And then we get more narr- uh, narrator. Like, her voice attracted the attention of Herd Applegate, who came hobbling out of his study. Is that my sister's voice? Who else would it be, man? <laughs> Two people live here, and one is an insane old woman who's yelling about her jewels. Yes, that's your sister's voice, buddy. Oh, God. So, yeah, down comes uh, Mr. Robinson trying to figure out Mr. What, Applegate. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Applegate trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, and Adelia is just saying, these boys have the audacity to want to go through looking through the new tower. So she's trying to rile up Herd. She's trying to get him to be like, oh, you're okay. right. And then that the narrator, is audacious to want to do that. Narrator says the full name. Herd Applegate stared at the boys. Well, they can't do it, he snapped. Are you boys trying to make a fool of me? He said, shaking I just his fist imagine at them. Mrs. Applegate like, they're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> they're all going to laugh at you, Herd. You know, she's egging him. Big time. So I have two things here. Are you boys trying to make a fool of me? Like, how? Yeah. How is this – if but, any, they're making a fool of themselves. They're chasing they're bad not like, clues. Hey, we think, he, we think he hid it in your underwear drawer. <laughs> <laughs> we want to take pictures of your underwear drawer and put them up at the post office. Your Frank brought his camera. It's got a flash on it. We just want to take pictures to examine for clues, for clues later. Tony Prito is just in the corner like, yeah. Yeah, I want to take a photo too. <laughs> so, but uh, he asked, you know, are you boys trying to make a fool of me? Shaking a fist at them. I got to imagine that that fist has a sheet of stamps in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not written. It's not written, but that's, yeah, that's like the fist that. with the stamps. The stamps, man, coming back. So it, they then take this point to be, you know, it, it wasn't Mr. Robinson. Like, we have a clue. He may he said we know he said the old tower. He may have meant the new yeah. tower. This we, point that they said, oh well, we're we're not going to tell you. We can't tell you now. It's just like, oh well, we can tell you now. Now that we can't get what we want, yeah, I guess we can help out Mr. Robinson. So yeah, they tell him that. What? And they you t- mean it was someone else? Has he been caught? I'm thinking, heard. 
This has been told to you for like six chapters. Yeah, this is not. This is not. Why are you now acting you. like? Wait, what? And then we get someone else. We get the Hardys, uh, you know, detailed story. No, no, no. We we get their uh, their very traditional uh, compassionate response oh, yeah. of he was captured, but he's dead now. <laughs> Come on. Come on, guys. Yeah, they got him. He died. They got him good. Oh, he's dead. He died yesterday. Like, yeah. They just heard this. Like, you know, their dad came home, told them that day, and then, like, 4 o'clock, they're here at the – like, that's today. <laughs> it was last night this dude died. I, I imagine, like, it's Joe. He's like, uh, you know, he's dead now. And then Frank kind of gives this mischievous smile, and he just looks at him. He's like, you want to see a photo? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a dead guy? You want to see a picture of a dead guy? So, so they, they tell him all this stuff, like, Jack Lee tried to escape on a railroad handcart, smashed up, he was fatally injured. Where'd you get the information then, Mr. Applegate asked. And Frank told the whole story. That's the line here. That's the Frank line. What a great line. Frank told the whole story, ending with, we thought Jack Lee might have made a mistake and that it's the new tower where he hid the loot. And then we get the narrator saying the full name, heard Applegate, rubbed his chin meditatively. Yeah, I, I like to think evident. that's how I rub my chin, too. <laughs> it's how I'm going to rub my chin from now on. <laughs> yeah. It was evident that he was impressed by the boy's story. A meditative chin rub. We should actually start a whole meditation. Uh, chin rub meditation. Chin rub meditation class. Yeah. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Just a guided chin rub meditation. Yeah. <laughs> 90 minutes. If you want that, let us know. Yeah, that's uh, for the $120 It's $120. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that. It's very therapeutic, but you have to have a chin. There are certain um Yeah, we don't want to be... Uh, exclusive. Yeah. But it is for... It uh, is needed. Chinmen only. Chinmen only. Men or women, but chinmen. Yeah, you just have to have a chin. Uh, so no jellyfish. Yeah, so at this point... Well. Yeah, oh, I like slowly, that. Well. If he said he hid this stuff in the old tower and it's not there, it must be in the new tower, <laughs> as you say. And then it's like, will you let us search us search it? Joe asked eagerly. Yeah, and I'll help. I'm just as eager to find the jewels and the bonds as you are. Come on, boys. Yeah. As he throws the stamps in the air in celebration. And then it just rains down on him. Rains down unsorted yeah. stamps. Mrs. Applegate is just over like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but so like uh Hurt Applegate led the way across the mansion toward a door which opened toward the new tower. And they're all running now, like he quickened his steps. Uh and he said like, so they tell him uh, about the trap door, and uh, Mr. Applegate says, oh, that's all right. I'll have it fixed. In fact, Robinson – oh, I forgot. I'll get a carpenter. Wow. And I got to think, if they just cleared Robinson, yeah, you would think he's like, I got to call Robinson and give him his job back because I wrongfully accused him, and I need this trap door fixed. Everyone wins. Yeah. But instead, he seems like he's got his, his he's heels dug in on like – I will say good for him, though, for having a, a, a quick little thought about Mr. Robinson. I like to think if this was a film, he's like, they don't call Robinson. And then does a flash cut and you just see Robinson standing in the rain in this poor neighborhood, just eating bread off the ground like a pigeon. <laughs> eating Italian bread. <laughs> eating Italian bread. He's the worst <laughs> of all bread. Just spitting out. It's so stale. Uh, he said no more, but he quickened his steps. Uh, old Mr. Applegate had not even reprimanded them for breaking the old wow. trap door. Didn't even care. Boys were so nervous. And so the chapter ends with the mansion owner opened the door to the new tower and stepped into a corridor. Frank and Joe, tingling with excitement, followed. So I got to say, you're right. This chapter, 
good chapter. It's a good chapter. It's a good chapter. It wasn't a misleading title. It wasn't a misleading title. Good amount of action. Decent cliffhanger. We're opening a door to possibility. That's what I'm saying. I I can't beat cliffhangers like that. I could have had a better stair hanger. Than we did. Yeah. Felt like that was a, a again, it just wasn't a, handled a quick swing taste. and a miss. Yeah. Um, but they could have dragged that out longer. Yeah. I feel like as as an author. Play but with pace a little bit. It's like they get 10 pages. So I get it. They got to do what they got to do. Uh, but I, they could have made a little bit more suspenseful. Maybe another paragraph or two. Yeah. 16. I forgot whose turn it is. To, it's yours. Uh, it's my turn. Yeah. You couldn't have told me that earlier. I, I thought you knew. Oh, man. Don't worry, I think really well under pressure. Uh, I'm not even actually thinking of something right now. I was just thinking of that bit where I then said that. That's a good bit, though. Thanks, man. Yeah. I've been working on my uh, Hardy Boys podcast If there's one thing we don't do in this podcast series, it's stalled to try and think of a good transition. I don't think we've ever done that, and I don't think we ever, ever will, you know? Yeah. Well, I wonder if Heard Applegate... Gets a new spleen <laughs> at the end of chapter 16. <laughs>